2 1 to Beltron. And that's hit high in the air and pretty well to right center field. The chase is back. Souza on the warning track looking up. See you later. Second home run in as many days for Carlos Beltron. And it's a 1 1 game. You know, watching Carlos Beltron today take batting practice, he normally takes balls to, to left field, goes the other way. I wonder if he felt like Cobb was going to try to come in on him in this game because he was launching balls where that one just went. Very astute hitter, Carlos Beltran, and it paid off right there. Now, another Astros podcast. Big hole on the right side with Cobb is a base hit to left field. Line drive by Gurriel ties the ball game. Bregman jogs home on four successive hits now for the Astros, and all of a sudden, that missed pop-up to the catcher. He lost it in the, in the roof has really come back to bite Alex Cobb. It certainly has. Gave Beltron second life. He singled and now four straight hits. Two strike pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on the slider and that is the ball game. Houston Astros come from behind to defeat the Tampa Bay Rays and take the first game of this series by a score of six to three. Welcome back Robert Ford joined by Astros pitching coach Brent Strom and Pitching's been very good for the Astros so far. Big reason why the Astros are off to, to the good start that, that they have. And, you know, looking at last night's ball game, I thought last night was very similar to a lot of the games we've seen, particularly with the bullpen, with the bullpen able to come in and, and shut down the Rays the, the last few innings. Well, we have a lot of multiple pieces down there that can provide, uh, you know, depending. We have a lot of guys that are different so that uh, a lot of times we can do matchups based on uh, on the opposition. And I think last night was a – was a direct uh, result of that. I think, uh, for example, Michael Felice coming in at the time he did uh, with his pitch uh, repertoire kind of matched up, and, and we played that mix and match for the next four innings. Isn't that the big key, you think, now to modern bullpens is, you know, everybody talks about different things, but having a, a guys who can do different things, give different looks, that's a big key for a good bullpen? Right. You know, there are certain hitters that are susceptible to certain things, and we take that into account, and that doesn't mean that – we ignore um, someone's track record like a Gregerson or a uh, uh, Giles or Harris or that kind of thing, our main guys. But uh, if we can match it up and it works in our favor with the proper rest for the reliever at that given day, then uh, we'll, uh, we'll try and exploit it. We, we always are trying to get an edge if we can. Mike Fires started yesterday, and early on didn't look good. Gave up home runs in each of the first three innings. But we've seen this with Fires before where he'll get off to a slow start, and then once he seems to get rolling, he's able to, to get quite a few outs for you. Well, this is a, uh, a situation where Mike and I need to get back to work uh, in, in terms of his aggressiveness on the mound. Mm -hmm. There's uh, sometimes a uh, trying to feel his way into the game. There's a passivity that we see sometimes, particularly on certain pitches, and we need to get back to getting the Mike Fires back that's aggressive attacking the strike zone. Up in the zone, his backspin fastball is a, a plus pitch for him, and uh, I have confidence in Mike. I was very proud of him, the fact that he gave us the last couple innings because that game could have gotten out of hand. Charlie Morton getting a start today, your first chance to, to work with him coming over after being with the Phillies last year, Pirates and Braves before that. What have you seen with Morton so far that you've liked? Well, I like the way Charlie goes about his work. He's, um, he's extremely dedicated, as most of our starting pitchers are. And, uh, you know, it's been a pleasant surprise to see the uptick in velocity and, and a few a couple of suggestions that I've made. We've, we've looked at it, and uh, so far it's turned out to be good. And I think... Uh, uh, I think if he, he maximizes his uh, pitches a little bit more efficiently, then I think we're going to see a guy who's going to have a, a great year for us. 
One guy I want to talk about out of the bullpen who got a few starts last year and had been a starter in the minor leagues, Chris Davinsky. And, I mean, that's quite a weapon. You know, you hear people after Andrew Miller did what he did in the postseason last year, multi-inning reliever, middle of the game. You're a lot of people talk about how, you know, that may be a model more teams need to adopt. And you look at what Davinsky has been able to do, you can use him kind of in that sort of role. Yeah, unfortunately, we're using him in that role awful early right now, you yeah. know, and uh, we need to monitor, make sure that we have a sound Davinsky in August and September. Uh, but what you're doing, so he's, he's, he's become more honest with us in terms of how he feels. It's very easy to run him out there. You know, there's a sense of security because of his ability to get both left, lefty and right-handed hitters out. And, and uh, but Chris has been, uh, uh, you know, he's starting to get the notoriety now that uh, he probably deserved a little bit last year that didn't. He kind of flew under the radar. So I'm very happy for this young man, where he's come from and what he's achieved. He's a very hard worker, as most of our guys are. And uh, so I'm just happy to, to, if we can monitor his workload and, and use him correctly, I think we're going to have quite a weapon down the, down the road. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. We've got a special guest today here ahead of the second game of this series with the Rays, and it's Michael Feliz, and I say that because, obviously, uh, you speak mostly Spanish, but your English is getting better and better and better, so thank you for doing this. I admire you for that. Thank you, thank you. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to get better and better with my English, and just try to make conversation with the guy, mm-hmm. the guy available help me with my English. And out in the bullpen during the game, you said you try to create some conversations with some of your teammates. Who do you talk to the most? I mean, I talked with the most with Devensky and Jaws. You know, we're trying to to do something fun to uh-huh. to try something fun. You know, I mean. And Just a second, Michael. I don't think those are the the two guys you want to learn from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, uh, when we go there, we we trying to have fun. You know, but uh, I really pay attention when they say some words, uh-huh. and and just try to to learn from that. You know, yeah. and. And I try to learn when I can use the words, and yeah. I, I ask them, and they they available to help me. How hard was it for you when you first came to the United States and you were in the minor leagues and you couldn't speak any English at all? How hard was that? Uh, I mean, it was hard because yeah. when I came my first time was when I was 16 years old, you mm-hmm. know. So I came to yeah. until suddenly it was hard. And I mean, it was hard. I mean, but uh, I'm glad it was a couple couple uh, coach yeah. from Latin guys and, and they, they helped me. Yeah. I had a teammate one time in the minor leagues and he couldn't speak any English and he would go to a cafeteria and point at fish every single day because that was the only word he knew and that's what everybody called him. I, I, I still don't know his name but everybody called him fish. <laughs> well, you know, we used to, to go to, to like uh, like uh, McDonald uh-huh. kind of stuff like everybody together you know I just waiting for guy you no know, little English go first and then I, I'm just saying same thing, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know and in Vietnam I'm just pouring like chicken yeah, yeah. you know fries french yeah. fry you know <laughs> alright let's talk about your son you just had a baby last year what's it like I mean you get to see him on FaceTime and things like that yeah yeah I just trying to see him like every day on FaceTime you know mm-hmm. FaceTime feel like like we are like real close yeah. you know but it's, it's nice I mean I went back last year I'm trying to, to stay spend my my whole season with him mm-hmm. and try to learn how to be that now <laughs> when you were a kid you're a big guy now you're six foot four uh were you a big kid when you were growing up or were you one of the small guys 
No, I, I mean it was big, you know. I'm and I have a couple pictures from back, and You're I the tallest. yeah, I was the tallest. I mean, I, I was skinny, but I was the taller. Yeah. And, and when did you learn to love baseball like you do now? Well, I I remember one day like when I was ten, eleven. My dad took me one game mm. back home, and 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 I used to start playing baseball like as the as a little teen, you know, because yeah. they we don't have a, like a, like a league. We just make the night boys play and your own game. Yeah, and play own game. Yeah. And uh, when did you feel like you knew that you had a good arm and that maybe you could make money playing baseball? We don't we don't play like 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 they play here. You know, we don't have a draft there. I mean. I mean, when I was 13, I remember we playing like like game, and we have a coach there. He told me like, "Hey, you are a tall guy. You can have a chance to sign. You can come to the field every day, playing like a little outfield and pitcher. But I think you have a chance." And I just started going every day, every day, and and finally I got a chance. You uh, you made the best of your chance. It's great to see you mature as not only as a player but as a person too. So. Uh, Thanks for doing this interview. I know it's not the easiest thing, but I admire you for doing this. So thank you. Thank you. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. This has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network.